This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Disruptive CEO Nation, where company founders, entrepreneurs, and cutting-edge thinkers drop in from around the globe to share startup stories, insider insights, and hard-earned success lessons. Now, here's your host, a woman who mastered business by placing heels on the ground all over the world, having worked with and coached CEOs and senior leaders from over 90 countries, and who wants you to build your best business future, Allison K. Summers. Hey, it is an absolutely gorgeous day where I am sitting today, and we are heading over to Silicon Valley. And hey, I actually think we need more female founders coming out of Silicon Valley. What do you think? Well, our guest is going to tell us about what delightful things she's delivering into the world and what aspects she has on tech and tech founders. So Vanessa Carell, welcome to the program. Tell everybody what it is that your business does for the world. Thank you, Allison. Hi, everyone. My name is Vanessa Carell. I am the founder of Greet Her, and we help women travel safer around the world. So, Vanessa, I know that you have huge ambitions for this company. And one of the reasons I wanted to have you as a guest is I am, if anybody knows me and follows me, very big on um, women and, and equity for women and helping women move freely about the world. And also, I used to be an executive director of an international travel association. So for me, your mission of your brand made total sense. So give our listeners just a little bit more detail on if I was somebody that wanted to come to greet her, what it is that I can do there. Yeah, absolutely. The way Greet Her works is a marketplace. So you can picture Airbnb probably in your head as the biggest marketplace that everybody knows. In Greet Her, instead of booking houses, you can book local greeters that are women that have been verified by us and trained. So they can meet you wherever you tell them to meet you. They speak your language. Uh, they hopefully share some interest with you. And they can share you, um, show you their, their hometowns, their cities that they live in, and have a great time. Um, that way you can... Just focus on enjoying that trip instead of worrying about your safety, worrying how you're going to communicate with someone if you're visiting in a place where you don't speak the local language um, and tailor an experience really to your needs. Well, and Vanessa, I, um, like you, have traveled so many places in the world. I've had the privilege of working on the ground in, in over 30 countries. And there's still places that I want to go. Like I would love to go to Marrakesh or I would love to go um, to Nepal or I'd love to go to these, just these places where I'm not afraid to travel alone, but, you know, it is nicer when you have somebody to show you the local things. And I love how it has the potential to open the world for so many, so many more people. I, I, I always like to ask my guests to roll back and when the light bulb went on in your head that this was a viable business opportunity that need to happen. Yes. Yeah, so I actually am one of those founders that created a company out of a personal need. Uh, during the pandemic, um, 
I got stuck in Morocco. And actually, even though I'm an experienced solo traveler and I've been traveling a lot by myself, this was when uh, the light bulb turned on. (laughs) Basically, I was stuck in an airport in in the middle of uh, the night in Casablanca, Morocco, and I really didn't know what to do. I wasn't supposed to be there. Uh, I didn't know anybody. And I was completely honest. I was freaking out. Um, I didn't speak the local language. I didn't know how I was going to be able to navigate, um, if the taxi driver was going to take me where I needed to go. And all I could do was hop on Google and browse if there was a service that I could use um, to connect with someone trustworthy. And there wasn't. And unfortunately, Great Hair didn't exist yet. (laughs) So pretty much uh, I spent a whole month in Morocco uh, traveling and throughout my trip um by the way I had a great time however I did experience (laughs) a lot of harassment I did experience very scary situations where someone jumped on my cab and and my taxi and I didn't know what was gonna happen if they were gonna take me to where I was supposed to go um well a lot of situations like this and throughout my journey in Morocco I started looking for female guides and the whole country I only found one and I was like, well, what's going on? And it, this doesn't mean that there isn't women in Morocco. It just means that it was hard to find women that could that I could um, book, you know, to show me the places. So fast forward to me coming back home to uh, Silicon Valley, started thinking about this more. And just to backtrack a little bit, uh, this is the second company I founded. And my previous startup was the, the one that took me to Morocco in the first place. Um, and so I'm already a serial entrepreneur and I was like, maybe there's something here. Uh, so I started thinking more about the problem. And I realized that looking back in my previous travel journeys that I had consistently picked to travel to places where I felt safe to go. And even though, as you just mentioned, I do have wishes to go to Egypt, but I keep getting told you should not go by yourself to Egypt, you know, as a woman. So I started doing research and I interviewed over 500 frequent female travelers. And I asked them, what is the hardest part for you about traveling solo? And 90% of them responded the same. I'm worried about my safety, no matter where I'm going. That's the first concern. I'm worried about how am I going to communicate with someone? How am I going to use public transportation? And, uh, you know, in some cases, how am I going to fit in culturally? So Great Hair is a solution to this problem. And so far it has been really well received. Yeah, I'm, I really do love this. And, and I have gone to Cairo before and I have been escorted by, you know, armed guards in a, in a couple of places where I've traveled in the world. And, you know, safety, when you travel, part of it is just having a confidence. And so if you're traveling with a local greeter and a companion it, it makes a world, a world of difference. I want to roll back because as you said, this isn't your first company that you founded. And I happen to know um, that uh, while you were born in the U.S., uh, you grew up in Mexico City. Uh, yes. Tell us a little bit about the journey from, from Mexico back into the U.S. and back to Silicon Valley. Yeah, uh, well, I was born in L.A. My dad is a journalist. So when I was three years old, it took me back to Mexico <laughs> and uh, where my parents are from. And I grew up there until I was 17. And then I came back, I came to the U to San Francisco, actually, uh, to do my second degree in um, Academy of Art University, where I studied um, advertising and photography. And actually, my first 
um, venture was a, a media and production agency where we were doing film productions for uh, companies such as Intercontinental Hotels, AT&T, um, documentaries for the North Face, et cetera, which actually eventually led me to <laughs> being stranded in Morocco with work. Um, I also have been working for Cisco uh, prior, prior to this, so already working in tech uh, previously to being a startup tech founder. Well, one and- of the things I like to ask founders, because I, I want to jump to the fact that when you were working on this company, you worked with the Founder Institute. So share with the listeners a little, just on a very high level, your experiences of working with um, an accelerator and working with, you know, a network of mentors who were going to help get you moved along. Yeah. So actually, uh, I love talking about this because um, it's not that I work with them, but I was part of their program. Um, and what happened was that when I came back to uh, from Morocco and like uh, I started doing a lot more research, I was like, what do I do next? You know, I have an idea. I think this there's something in here. And, you know, usually when you have an idea, you're like, okay, how do I turn it into a reality? So I started sending my idea to a lot of places, uh, accelerator programs, and I got accepted into two. One of them uh, based in Europe that was only for women uh, called um Founder Gem, and then this one, uh, the Founders Institute Silicon Valley. Given that Founders Institute is not just for women, I accepted this one because I wanted the perspective also of men, because they are the leaders in tech right now, and they they've been doing a great job. You know, I wanted to learn from people that have done it already, that have already successful businesses. So pretty much when I was a part of Founders Institute, they really helped me shape my idea from A to B and like prepared me to be like, okay, this is what I need to do. Um, taught me all about what that, what a pitch deck means and pitching my startup in like uh, one short sentence. And it was really, really helpful because I started meeting people uh, that were having the same issues as I was. Um, and I didn't have them before in my network. Yeah, no, it's so important. I want to jump to the money topic. We we always like to hear a little bit about because again, we're we're talking with you in your your more early stages, yes. which is exciting because we could come back and talk to you in a few years and and really measure how your progress has been. You shared you're doing some family and friends. Um, you did some family and friends round of fundraising, and now you're doing more fundraising. How are there any tips and tricks that? Um, I know that's probably a bad phrase, tips and tricks related to fundraising. Um, but no, uh, practical ad- advice when you talk about pitch decks and, and getting in front of, of people, anything that seems to be working for you in uh, generating interest. Yes, I, I actually, I think um, I consider myself a full-time hustler. I <laughs> knock on doors wherever I can. And I just, I'm really vocal about what I'm doing and really vocal about my progress. Um, that has been really helpful. And I didn't have founder friends in my life and I had to go and get them, you know? So mm-hmm. now I can say, I have a founder friend that's doing this cool thing with mushrooms, you know? And I have this friend that's doing this with metaverse. But these were people that weren't in my network before I started this company. What I did was just I surrounded myself with people that are going through the same or like are even um, beyond what I'm doing already. 
and ask for advice. You know, I'm constantly asking like, is there someone that would be interested in what I'm doing? Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes it's like, I'll think about it. But I do receive emails and like, hey, uh, someone, I told them about you and they want to talk to you. And that has been really, really helpful. Going to networking events is huge. I think um, we still love to meet people in person. It just changes the way that your relationships are. Um, it has been a lot of value to my founder journey. And I think uh, it's really hard when you're building a startup and a company to make time for networking, but it is such a great tool to, to use. Well, and I want to say congratulations because what you're doing is working. I know that you've been named on the list of 100 rising Latinx startup founders to watch. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, I also know that you were just recently part of the um, Mercury, Mercury Rays Um I don't know if it's a competition or an award program, uh, but, you know, you're catching attention there. So, you know, everything you seem to be doing is, is going well. Uh, So I believe you that you're uh, a full-time hustler when it comes to (laughs) um, getting this done. I want to flip because we've also talked about your bigger, broader mission and how you feel connected to the UN Sustainable Development Goals and that commitment to being a global citizen. So can you share for our listeners a little bit about that? Yes. Oh, my God. This is one of my favorite topics. So actually, um, you know, one of the biggest missions of Her is not only reducing safety risks for women, but also working along the some of the most important as global SDGs. One, reducing risk, obviously. Secondly, increasing job opportunities for women because we're basically empowering women to support women while they're navigating the world. Mm-hmm. Because by booking a greeter, you're you're supporting their their economy, and most of the uh, funds when you bo- do book a greeter go to them. We do take a percentage for verifying our users, transaction fees, etc. But pretty much you know, when you are using our services, you know that you're um, supporting sustainable tourism and women economy. Well, thank you for sharing that. I I really appreciate that. Hey, we we opened up talking about the importance of um, women in Silicon Valley. I also know that you have a um, a bit of a gig that's very passionate and close to your heart um, working with uh, girls. So can you tell us about that? Yes, so I was sort of recruited by Girls in Tech, and Girls in Tech is a global nonprofit that helps bring more women into tech roles, all types of tech roles, um, from leadership to early early stage uh, roles. And uh, it was really challenging to accept because it was really tempting and it's a mission that I really care for because building a company and then now volunteering to be a manager director of a girls in tech uh, chapter in San Francisco was uh, uh, not an easy decision, but I am really excited and proud to be part of this mission because when I started Greet Her, I didn't really realize what a big gap there is still, you know, nowadays with having women in leadership roles. And I think that was really hard on my journey at the beginning, um, not having someone to to talk to and be like, hey, 
how do you do this? Or how do I get that job? And like, also, we just know how much underpaid we have for historically been, you know? So pretty much with um, Girls in Tech, what we do is that we put up programs and events that can enrich women um, with tools and learning new software and skills so they can enter the tech uh, workforce. Pretty much everything is uh, tech based anyways nowadays. No, it sounds fantastic. So you mentioned a few things about like leadership skills. And and even in this interview, you talked about having another network of of founders. What would you say are the top one or two like tips of wisdom that you would give to somebody else at the beginning of their founder's journey? Yes. Well, I think there isn't a lot of... uh room for you to grow a company if you're not in love with what you're doing you really need passion because it's not easy so if you do want to one day if someone's listening and if you're not a founder already or a ceo um, if you want to start a business make sure that you really love that mission and that problem that you're trying to solve that you really really care for it because it's not easy it's no it's a roller coaster And so you need discipline, you know, a lot of discipline and like to just be like, this is going to work. And some days you just need to be your own cheerleader. Uh, And I think discipline and passion are like my biggest, you know, um, superpowers. Ah, I think that's a nice thing to to think about and, and add. Okay, so we are getting to know you very quickly and our time comes up fast, but you know, we know we're talking to you as Greet Her is is still in its starter's journey. Uh, it takes a lot of foundation to get a company off the ground, to get the technology in place, the branding in place. You are currently building your greeters uh, globally. So if our listeners are listening to this, um, know whatever you go and see today in six months, it's going to look better and bigger and different than six months from that. But yeah. tell us, Vanessa, in your own words, what's the vision? If we come back and talk to you in two, three, five years, what is the vision? Yes. Um, well, my vision is that Greeter is the leading women travel company. Whenever a woman is thinking of traveling, they're coming to us. I know that's really ambitious. However, today we have greeters signed up in over 80 countries and 300 plus cities. So we know that the business can easily expand because women resonate with feeling unsafe no matter where they are and or no matter what they're doing, you know, you don't have to be traveling to feel unsafe. But Greeker is not just about safety. It's also about building these connections and building a way at, or giving women a resource and a tool for them to just go and explore and have fun and uh get experiences that they wouldn't necessarily get really easily if they didn't have our services. Well, thank you for that. Okay. Tell everybody where they can find out more about the company, where they can find out more about you. Yes. So for everybody that's listening, please tell your girlfriends, your daughters, your sisters about us, because we need more women to know that we exist. And even though we do have greeters in a lot of cities, in a lot of countries, if we don't have one in a place that you're going to, we will do whatever we can to find them for you and verify them and vet them. Uh, So please do reach out. Um, We are greether.com. 
It's a play of two words. If you haven't caught it, it's to greet her. <laughs> and uh, we are at um, Instagram at greet.her. And uh, you can email us if you're interested to collaborate us um, at info.greether.com. Thank you so much. To our listeners, if Vanessa said something that resonates with you uh, and you think somebody else needs to hear her business story, go ahead and pass this along. Check them out. Um, We wish you nothing but success, Vanessa. Thank you so much, Allison. So excited to be here today. And to our listeners, keep your eye on the future and always be disruptive. Thank you again for joining us. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.